You are listening to From the Dome to Your Home podcast, the Municipal Association's weekly look at legislative action and issues facing cities and towns around the state. I'm your host, Casey Fields. Well, here we are, episode number one of From the Dome to Your Home podcast, the fresh look, the new an improved City Quick Connect. We decided to give it its own name. And here we are, year long, with legislative issues, political discussions, policy discussions, all about legislation surrounding cities and towns. Please welcome for the very first episode. I'm thrilled that this has got some lady energy, some girl what? energy up in here. Erica and Joni. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Casey. Hi, Erica, Erica. Wright and Joni Nickel. They work with me at the Municipal Association, and they are two of the three lobbyists that represent cities and towns at the State House. And I am very excited to have y'all here on this very first From the Dome to Your Home podcast. Casey, happy we're happy to be, to be your first. <laughs> but I also feel like we should uh, sing Ladies Night. Uh, and this um, is Ladies Night, right. but it's like 2.30 in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll hold on that. We'll hold on that. We miss you, Scott, but we got it. That's right. We, we, can, we can handle it. it. Um, all right, y'all, let's start talking about, so this was the first week of the first year of the two-year 125th General Assembly. We're back. Uh, we are back in full force. I want to talk a little bit about what what this week looked like to y'all in the lobby? What did it feel like? Was it did it start slow or did it start off fast? And then let's talk about um, Governor McMaster's inauguration and the inaugural ball. So to me, sorry, you, Erica, no, you, you go good? For it. All right. You go so for it. to me, it was like the first day of school. Mm-hmm. Everyone was so excited to see everyone. Right. But once that kind of calmed down, mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, what's happening this year?" Because a lot politically has changed right. in South You're Carolina. Exactly right. Um, so everyone, you know, everyone's doing the, I call it a hall folder. Right. Um, that's what you hear in the hallway. So we'll put this one in our hall folder. What did Mm -hmm. we hear this week? What happened? And we heard a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, just because like I said, there's, we hear this word super majority. I don't like to say super majority, but, um, the Republicans have a, a larger majority than they've ever had before. Um, so there's talk about that. What does that mean? They're so many new chairmen and chair ladies. That's exactly um, right. There's only one chairman that was an existing chairman before. So they're brand new chairmen and chair ladies. In the house. In the house. Mm-hmm. They're new staffers. They've been, everyone's been moving around. Right. So I think for lobbyists and state agencies, everyone's just trying to figure it out. We actually jokingly said we need a map with everyone's picture on it their phone number, and where they are now. Because people went from ways and means to all over. Some people went from ethics to ways and means and oversight to right. somewhere else. So right. it's, it's everyone's just trying to figure it out this week, I feel like. Figure it, it out. That's the name of the game. Right. Um, I think we went into this session with an idea of what may happen. Mm-hmm. We had uh, priorities from both House and Senate. Mm-hmm. And then there was a little Supreme Court decision. And now we don't know what may happen. And right. so there right. was a lot of that in yeah. the lobby. A lot of great to see you. How's it going? But for me, it it, it came in stronger than I was ready for. Really? You kind of thought it would ease in. I, yeah, but it was just I kinda... was ready for a slow start. Right. But like Joni alluded to, there there's so uh, much being uh, speculated and everyone wants clarity on what's happening and people just trying to get their bills in and, and mm-hmm. get consensus. So there was a lot of that, a lot of conversations. And so 
we're back. It, it, it took off for me. I think this was a busier week right. than I thought it would be. So we had regular session on Tuesday. Everybody came in and uh, read across all the pre-files that mm-hmm. they had pre-filed back in November and December. Um, and then on Wednesday, there was no session because Governor Henry McMaster was inaugurated into his second full term mm-hmm. in office. Um, the House and Senate, if any of our listeners have ever been to an inauguration, it's on the um, the south side of the state house steps um and as a part of that there are choirs that come from across the state and sing um dignitaries from all over um then the house and senate process down they lead the processional down the steps um and they take part in the um in the swearing in um of governor and lieutenant governor and the constitutional officers um and so we we all watched that. We we watched it. Erica, you went I was there, right? Yes. Is that your first inauguration? That was my first in person inauguration. Nice. Mm-hmm. How it was, was nice. it? It was nice. It was nice to be yeah. there. Um, a lobbyist and I went next door to get coffee and st- stayed in there drinking coffee for about thirty minutes and came back and we didn't really miss anything. Didn't miss right. anything. <laughs> it was still, it was still <laughs> happening, but it was nice to see in person. And now y'all, both of you dressed up mm-hmm. last night and went to the inaugural ball we celebrating did. Governor McMaster. Tell me what now, obviously we're not going to name any names no, 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 no. and we're certainly not going to name any um, designers of dresses. It's a different podcast. Because that's a, that's right. <laughs> we'll have to start a different one. Uh, Mr. Producer, we're going to go ahead and start a different podcast um, about what everybody wore to the inaugural ball. Just get ready. Um, what what did you think about it? Was it fun? Were there lots of people you so knew? So much fun. And was that your first inaugural ball? It was my that first. That was my first. Yeah. I didn't find out that I was going until Friday. I didn't believe it. Like the Friday got, before. The Friday before. Um, and then I kind of shrugged it off like, yeah, right, until Monday. And so this thing was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to pull something, figure it out. <laughs> hey, Erica, <laughs> I, I didn't find out till Wednesday yeah. morning, the day of. And Joni comes in and is like, I don't know which of my formal gowns to wear. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, I have a bridesmaid's dress. Right. And, and audience, I went into Casey's office and I showed her the bridesmaid's dress. And she was so polite and kind of looked like, uh, <laughs> maybe not. I just had to say, uh, I don't that. think so. But we figured it out. And I had a great time. I think uh, there were so many people. It looked like the lobby, uh, light, you right. know, lighter version right. of the lobby, a uh, good bit of legislators and clients. So a lot of lobbyists bring their clients right. to mingle with legislators. And right. so good time, good music. I did not get any of the food. Did you? I did not. It took me an hour to find Erica. So it took <laughs> me literally, I'm not exaggerating, 30 minutes to get 20 feet from the front door because that it is was how that crowded. Same. It was that crowded. Same. But yeah. it was beautiful. It was it was prom for mm-hmm. lobbyists and right. prom for <laughs> right. members and everyone was just so, you know, dressed up and fun and everyone was having a good time. I like those moments. And so, I, of course, we we're getting ready to get into the swing of the session. Right. And we're seeing people in a more um, buttoned up environment. Yeah. But when we're able to interact in those right. kinds. On a personal and right, relaxed. In those right. settings, you, you tend to get a different side of people. Mm-hmm. And so um, being the introvert that I am, uh, I can appreciate those opportunities to connect in that kind of environment. So doesn't help to have a good, uh, doesn't hurt that we had a good band. Oh, there. the band was amazing. Uh, did you dance? A little bit. I two-stepped a little bit. I, well, I told you, I was getting a, a headache. It was the worst time to get a headache, but I, I danced a little. And I will like to say, I would like to say a shout out to all the men and women in uniform 
on the day of the inauguration that were there protecting everyone and uh-huh. the the ones that were there during the ball. Yeah, and the Citadel um, cadets yes. that were yes. escorting down the steps. I thought, I, I love that part Absolutely. of the tradition yeah. and the, the pomp and circumstance of the whole, the whole thing. I love it. And Erica on, on your talking about it, a, you know, kind of, in a personal level mm-hmm. or a social level, getting to know other lobbyists, mm-hmm. that always helps to build those personal relationships. Right. So when, you know, you, you have that interaction, if you're working on a bill that another lobbyist opposes or is in support of, you can go to that person and feel comfortable saying, Hey, yeah. you know, you, you've already had these interactions outside of the lobby. And there's a rapport. That's yes. been built there. Instead of yes. coming in cold with, hey, can we talk about this bill? Right. Yeah. There was some sort of intro, some sort of rapport, and it makes right. it a little bit easier. Makes it easier. And yeah. guards are down. Guards right. are down. There's a lot yeah. of openness last night. Everyone was yeah. very kind of free. Right. I did get approached by uh, some um, to talk legislation, but only once or twice. I, yeah. I, was, that's good. I was about the same. Once yeah. or twice. Yeah. It was good. It was uh, good. Well, speaking of legislation, that's a great segue dun, dun, dun. Uh, to go into what we want to get to the meat of the program. Um, Joni, so let's start, let's go back to the beginning of the week on Tuesday. Yes. On Tuesday, right out of the gate, you testified at the Ways and Means, the House Ways and Means Constitutional Subcommittee. So the House of Representatives starts the budget process. And right now, all of these subcommittees are meeting and they hear testimony from state agencies about requests for revenue in the upcoming fiscal year starting in July. Um, Joni, tell me about your testimony and what you testified on on behalf of cities and towns. So, again, going back to the very beginning of the podcast where we talked about how this is a new climate. Well, we have a new subcommittee chair for constitutional sub, and that is Representative Chris Murphy, who used to be the chair for the Judiciary Committee. And he is a Republican from Dorchester County, that right? Is, that is correct. Okay. And so we had previously Representative Bannister, who is now the chairman of the full Ways and Means Committee. Right. Um, but we have a great relationship with Representative Murphy. And we had Micah Kasky on there mm-hmm. and Representative uh, Brandon Newton. And Representative Kasky is a Republican from West, Le- Columbia, West Columbia, right? From Lexington. Lexington, yeah. And then... Um, the who was the third one you said uh, Brandon Newton Brandon Newton and he is from Lancaster Lancaster right that's right. Republican. that's right that's right go Eagles so they were they were very kind um I testified with the Association of Counties and we just asked that they fund the local government fund in accordance with legislation that they passed in 2019 which is Act 84 and I'm going to explain Act 84 just in case sure. some of you aren't budget people like us or don't remember or don't remember (laughs) and i'm gonna be honest sometimes i need a refresher course too so what act 84 does is it says anytime the general fund goes up or down five percent so does the local government fund and the reason they did this is because for so many years this was before my time we would have to fight and beg and plead and say we need more money and it would change well maybe we'll give you this amount this time or this amount this time right but through Act 84, it is consistent. It's either if the general fund goes up 3%, we get 3%. Last year, we got the full 5%. The year before that, we got the full 5%, and the General Assembly went back and gave us what they didn't give us in 2020 because mm-hmm. we were operating under a continuing resolution. That's how committed they are to following Act 84. And that's wonderful. That's, that's refreshing. It's and refreshing. And it takes the debate of local government fund funding off the Mm -hmm. table where it used to be the center of the debates. It also helps our cities and towns, our city staff, our mayors, our council members prepare a budget knowing 
what's coming instead of having to wonder up until the very, you know, until June 30th. Yeah. They, They know what they can expect. And we'll have another estimate February 15th from the BEA. And say we are to get a full 5%, but that estimate could go up because the full as that full number goes up. Right. Because right. everyone knows 5% on 100,000 is going to be less than 5% on 200,000. Right. So we anticipate that that BEA estimate will go up February mm-hmm. 15th. So mm-hmm. if you look at the number now, don't want to get your hopes up, but it, you could potentially have more based on those new numbers. Right. And as the BEA will... Bring is it monthly estimates or do they do it no, just the, several times it, over the course of the budget? They'll debate? do it probably one more time after February before the budget's finalized. Right. Um, okay. So then Wednesday they didn't hold any subcommittee, committee, or session because um, of the inauguration. That's right. And then so today is Thursday. So this morning this started um, just blowing up y'all yeah. were at the state house first thing this morning um erica you were and Joni, you were in there too but erica arp, ARP. let's be honest yeah, you i can, know me <laughs> arp yeah, exactly. i can tell you what it stands for um so erica we had um the house ways and means mm-hmm. revenue policy subcommittee that's right was um they had a meeting this morning and they were talking about the rest of the state mm-hmm. allocation from ARP. Yes. You go. That is good news. This whole process is great news for our members. And it will start from where we left off last year. Mm-hmm. So if you remember, the state allocated, the General Assembly allocated $783 million okay. to the Rural Infrastructure Authority to right. fund the SKIP program. Mm-hmm. That was the South Carolina Investing in Infrastructure Program. Mm-hmm. Well, we got an update from Bonnie Ammons with the Rural Infrastructure Authority that they received 306 applications. Wow. And they're only able that 783 million that they received, they can fund 40% of those applications. So that leaves a lot of projects whose applications were submitted, but Mm -hmm. those projects are still on the table. Right. And so this week we received notice of a a filed bill in the Mm -hmm. House, House Bill 3604. Immediately after we saw that that bill was getting a subcommittee (laughs) hearing. And then after that, we saw it would get a full committee meeting after adjournment. So we knew that there was a plan. Right. And there was. If you recall, uh, Governor McMaster unveiled his budget and he asked that of the $586 million left in the uh, ARPA, ARP funds, right. our producer doesn't like when I say ARPA, right. pot. <laughs> but everybody at the State House calls it ARPA, y'all. They do. They call I it think ARPA. we are the only people that call it ARP. ARP. And when yep. I type it into a text message, it autocorrects it to <sighs> AARP. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. It's but, amazing. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we, um, the governor requested that $380 million of those dollars go to the Rural Infrastructure Authority to pick up some more of those applications that are left on the table. Well, uh, the Ways and Means Subcommittee actually uh, reviewed a joint resolution and passed it mm-hmm. that will allocate the full remaining amount wow. to the Rural Infrastructure Authority Amazing. to continue that uh, infrastructure uh, program, that grant program. So that's really good news for cities and towns. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal, though. That's only available to uh, existing applications. So they're not taking any they new applications. So if you've new. already applied and not been funded... This gives you a a greater chance. There's an opportunity, but okay. I did speak with Bonnie on yesterday. All right, tell me who Bonnie now, is. Bonnie is the uh, director of the Bonnie Rural Ammons, Infra- right? Bonnie Ammons, the Rural Infrastructure Authority. Even with this amount, um, 
all projects likely won't get funded. Mm -hmm. And so even with that 586, there's a portion of it, 87 million that still has to go to commerce Mm -hmm. for water sewer projects that will lead to economic development um, opportunities. And so we're monitoring that. It came out of full committee, favorable in and out. The whole committee lasted maybe 17 uh, minutes. And so it goes, moves on to the floor, but we'll continue to monitor that. That's great news because we've actually had a request from members Um, asking, I know Scott Slatton received some inquiries if we could um, testify Mm -hmm. in support of more money going to fund this program. Perfect. I I called Ways and Means staff and I was told, Erica, do not testify. We're already going to do it. Don't waste our time. So we're we're good there, but we'll keep everyone posted. That's House Bill 3604 and we'll keep you posted on where that goes. Erica, can I add to this? Yes. Um, Only because this was one of the first ones I've ever sat in on. Uh Um, The confidence that the members had and Bonnie and the Municipal Association yeah. and everyone. The County Association. And they the shouted out They everybody. did a shout yeah. out. It was amazing. And they even asked Bonnie, if we give you these extra funds, what is your timeline going to look like? Mm-hmm. How long will it take you? And she said, I think we could still do this within the first quarter. Yeah. And they were well, very excited. So I thought that was great to show that the partnership that we've all working together mm-hmm. and they actually see this because they gave us more money, more money than what the governor wanted to and do. And these are the the transformational projects, projects right. that will really make a difference in every in, in residents and citizens of the state, residents yeah. of these cities and towns in their everyday lives. Yeah, um, I'm excited about it. This joint resolution was uh, put forth by, uh, who was it, Joni? Um, Bruce Bannister. Bruce Bannister. Mm-hmm. And, and Merle Smith, and Merle the speaker. Smith. So yeah. I, I see that this will likely move forward. Uh, but it doesn't hurt if if one of our cities or towns receive funding that um, receive funding to uh, handle a project mm-hmm. just to reach out to their members, especially Absolutely. there in ways and, means, and yeah. thank them. Absolutely. Let them know what yeah. they oh were gosh. able to do. Uh, that goes a long way. A Fill thank them you in. Never hurts. Yes. Yeah. Here's what we were able to do. Thank you so much. And how that does helps. that impact constituents? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, all right. So this week has come to a close. Let's start talking about next week a little bit and give everybody a preview. Um, there is already Ways and Means subcommittee meetings scheduled back to back Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, all these subcommittees um, from criminal justice to constitutional to higher ed to public ed. They're going to start meeting and taking testimony. So next week, it's really going to ramp up. Yeah. Um, and Erica said this, um, the ARP allocation bill, the joint resolution, that will be on the House floor yes. um, on Tuesday. That will be on the calendar. Um, if they go by the rules, it will have to sit on the calendar for a day, mm-hmm. and then they could take it up Wednesday. But they could always, by unanimous consent, decide that they want to go ahead and take can, it up. Yeah, they can waive the printing. Um, so we'll see. We'll be watching that closely and let make sure everybody you know is updated. Um, in the Senate, they had um, two committee meetings today, Thursday, um, on an education savings account bill and the certificate of need repeal. Um, they passed both of those bills out. And I think, and y'all tell me if I'm wrong, I think those will be on the calendar Tuesday. And I think that they're going to be priority for the next good, yeah, for the next good while. Yeah, Yeah. we had an inkling that that would be the case going into this session. And so we are seeing that play out. So that was the word today in the lobby. Uh, That is what's going to happen next Tuesday. Um, And that's likely to take up some time, y'all. Oh, it I mean, did. They're gonna, it yeah, did last session. It yes. did. It did. And both of the, the Senate passed both of these bills. Mm-hmm. 
But after session. some filibuster attempts and actual yes, filibusters. On yeah. both of them. Yeah. Yes. So I, I would expect everybody that this will, you know, kind of bring things, slow things down um, in the Senate for a little bit while they deal with these two bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the House, they've got the one ARP bill. And until committees start to meet and report bills out, the calendar will be pretty clear. Light. Yeah. yeah. Pretty light. Um, anything else, y'all, that we need to talk about that um, happened or is going to happen or that we need our members to to know? Yes. Erica and I were talking about this. Uh, she's like, she's looking at me right now. Guys, like, you can't like, see her. She's what? like, what, what were you talking about? We are taking donations for a spa treatment for our feet. Right. <laughs> our feet are What killing. we do for our members. Right. You know, <laughs> sacrifice these feet. Y'all, they really, and they look good doing it. I'm just going to tell you, they're poor swollen feet from the state house lobby floor. That's right. Um, everybody stay tuned. This new podcast is going to address all kinds of issues. We're going to have all different guests, um, join us, different interviews and different topics. So tune in each week. I know the OG listeners will always be there for us. Um, but share this with your friends and be sure to pay attention to what happens at the state house and listen to us each week. Be sure to follow the Municipal Association's podcasts on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find the latest from the Municipal Association on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the Association's website, masc.sc.